Good evening, Patriots. And it is Sunday, January 2nd, 2022. And the new year is officially in progress. So we'll see how this one pans out. And I think it's going to be pretty amazing. Like I was saying last night, I think we have an opportunity now to make some big choices, all depending on our position with Father, our intimacy with Christ, and a very important concept to fear not. Before we begin tonight, mypillow.com forward slash bards, mypillow.com forward slash bards. That's the Bards Nation landing page on the MyPillow site. Many thanks to all of you great patriots that has helped support MyPillow this last year and given us the ability to have our own Bards Nation landing page. Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow, is one of the great patriots of our time. He has spent literally tens of thousands, tens of millions, honestly, of dollars of his own money supporting and trying to reestablish election integrity. He's a patriot, he's a fighter for liberty, and he's got Christ in his heart. You can go on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, for all sorts of great savings. You can use your promo code Bards on the MyPillow site, on the Frank Speech site, and on the MyStore site. And there's all sorts of great savings going on right now. Buy one, get one free Giza sheets. I don't know how those Giza sheets are made, but they're crazy comfortable and crazy good. You have about 75% off on the MyPillow, traditional classic MyPillow. Another great sleep aid. You have 40% off on the My Slippers, super comfy things to have around the house in the morning, especially with your coffee. And you have so many more great savings, including the six piece towel set for $39.99. My Pillows products are fantastic. It's a company that is really an American company fighting for the values and the things we stand for with God on the throne above us. So I'd encourage you to continue to support them as much as you can. And continue to crush it on on the cancel culture that has tried to cancel them many times over. So mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. We also have Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com. It's the home of the Bards branded coffee. It's a fantastic coffee designed for your health and your mental focus for the whole day. There's also a whole collection of health products on that site that are designed to give you back your health sovereignty, separate you from the need of the pharmaceutical death camps that they have called hospitals. You have the coffee, which is the foundation to help give you the focus you need for the whole day. That energy boost and clarity helps boost the serotonin as well. That's the Expedition Coffee. Then you have the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut, which is where so much of the infections in our body begin, which is leaky gut. You have the immune, immune XP, which is a pine cone extract-based immune booster with high levels of vitamin C. And you have Earth, which is a full-body supplement of nutrients. You can take that with one scoop a day, mix it with water, drink it like a shake. And then you have Pure 47, which is the most refined silver extract on the market, refined down to a nano level that can isolate and wrap around and isolate the pathogens in your body to include the full complement of SARS-CoV viruses. So Patriots, I encourage you to check that out. Expedition Coffee, XPD, expeditioncoffee.com. I take all of those products on a daily basis. I'm happy I do. They were designed in part by Dr. Eric Naputi, designed for the health times that we're in right now. Finally, thefoundersbible.com, thefoundersbible.com. 
It's the Bible of our time. It's a Bible that has is an NASB 1995 edition with our founders' documents interworked within the scriptures. It's an amazing history lesson in itself, but just also the ability to witness just how much our founders used the scripture and the language of God as a living language. It's a fantastic edition and translation, one that I'm very fond of. You can get 20% off on those Bibles by using your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. So fear, it seems to be one of the central pieces to everything that we're dealing with. And there's a lot of fear going around these days. In a uh, report that came out, or a report, it was on, well, actually it was a report. It was a report of a woman that has Kim Iverson, I guess, so literally, as it reads on Twitter, the story should be in The Onion. If you know what The Onion is, it's like Babylon B. This woman who was triple vaxxed, wears masks and shields and tests obsessively, tested herself positive while midair and, dis- and discovered that she was positive for COVID in midair. and locked herself in an airplane bathroom for five hours for the flight. Now, I I will tell you, um, if I was her husband and I discovered that my wife was locked in the bathroom three hours into the flight because of COVID, I probably would have sent around the article that I found today called How to Cope with Having Your Dog Put Down, 11 Steps of Dealing with Death. I am telling you right now, this is the epitome of insanity. This is like, this is literally mentally damaged right here. And it's the, it's the whole center point of what I'm increasingly convinced of is where they win on such a big level. We're into a very weird time. And all of the indications are that what they're wanting to do with this injection is the the products that they're putting into this injection are increasingly mounting up to be an ability not only to control your thoughts and your behavior, but to even implant and erase memory. That gets into some things I alluded to a little while ago, but in a different, completely different level. But the idea of this, there's blocks of history that's just missing in in our whole study of humankind and it's becoming increasingly evident i looked at a video tonight this is straight up creepy i mean it is like and and it's not because it's a horror film or anything um this thing is creepy because it asks a simple question where did all the people go it's on an account called cool guitar gear on youtube and what they've done is they've taken a compilation of photos from the same period of time, approximately 1800, mid-1800s, of city after city after city. And there's not one person in the photos. Now, I just I want you to think about that. And these are midday, morning, midday. These are cities of tons of people. Hundred, Well, supposed to be. But even the populations, these are cities we know, India, Americas, Europe, Asia. 
And every one of these photos is taken in about the same time frame. And there's not one person in the city. That's creepy. I'm just telling you. There's some weird stuff that we don't totally understand about our own histories. A lot of things that aren't being explained. And the more that we dig into this, there is uh, we're, li- we're missing. We're literally like missing memory. And I, I can't even explain it. I, fi- I find it even strange in recent times. Like I'm talking to somebody the other day and I'm, I'm like, oh, they were about my age. So I'm 56. And I'm like, okay, you know, you remember in the 70s when we had electric cars starting up again and we had electric car uh, stores that were, and they're like, I have no memory of that. And I'm like, dude, that's not that long ago. I mean, it's like 1973. There's just a weirdness about the memory. And I, and I, the reason I bring all this up, I don't think it's as crazy. It sounds kind of woo-woo science. I don't think it is. I truly think it's centered on fear. And that's why I started with that tonight. I think that we've been warned about the, the, the power of fear on so many different ways that we have to, that's really the key, not only, not only to controlling us, but to instituting forgetfulness. And I can, scientifically, we can prove this, just so we take this out of the, ooh, this is kind of like, where, what type of science are you talking about? I'm going to talk about neurochemistry because it's real and because I studied it in the way I needed to study it because it's a method of, you can use it in, Information warfare. Fear is a powerful, powerful narcotic. When you hit somebody with a bolt of fear, their adrenaline immediately goes up. And when their adrenaline goes up, what happens is the body goes into a a very primal mode, which is referred to as fight or flight. And when that happens, a a number of things happen in the body with the neurochemical boost of adrenaline. Your body gets flooded with adrenaline. If you get somebody in a, in a combat situation, the adrenaline that gets into their body, and let's say they're in that combat situation for a couple of hours, what you call a tick, troops in contact, or an ambush, depending on however you, whatever you hap- happens to you. That adrenaline that goes into their body will not leave their body for about a week. It'll be persistent in their body for almost a week. That's incredible. So if you can keep somebody, when you get somebody in the state of fear, and it's a, it's the, it's, it's the shock. I won't even use fear. It's just, it's the shock of the moment, and the body immediately goes into fight or flight. So it doesn't have to be fear. It could also be rage, anger, but it's like the. This immediate awareness, this shock to the body system that you are now in a threat for your life. Adrenaline floods. Immediately what happens is you get this boost of energy. The adrenaline numbs out any sort of pain. It's intended to do that so you can literally flee or fight. And then everything around you starts to narrow. The adrenaline focuses forces your mind focused to narrow and to get down into a narrower space so you're not distracted by anything. And then the dopamine floods in 
And the dopamine happens to be one of the most addictive substances known to man. And that dopamine is powerful because what it does is then it, it totally clears the whole thinking process and the life literally slows down. So you'll hear of people, you've heard me say this before, you'll hear of people like feeling like it's hours and it's only been seconds. I mean, that's literally the effect of dopamine. And you get a very hyper clarity of the moment. And then what's happening in that hyper clarity is you're no longer able to think long term. Your, your body limits that, it literally almost cuts it off. So you're focused on the immediate, short term, right before you. And it's all with the adrenaline, it's all survival based. So if it's an avenue of escape, it's like you can suddenly see things and maneuvering around people and obstacles very clearly. And it's because the dopamine's allowing this sort of transition into almost like an altered state. And if it's fighting, you can actually like maneuver around things. It's kind of weird because it's almost like a, not quite as extreme, but you know, that matrix moment where he's like, bending back and bullets are he's moving out of the way of bullets but there's something to that in the sense I don't I'm not going to say you're dancing around bullets but let me tell you you become highly highly focused when people are trying to kill you with guns and bullets and you have this hyper awareness going on in the moment so when you use that in information warfare what you're doing is you're playing that extreme and you're playing with fears to stimulate the adrenaline and the dopamine. And then you also want to give, take the fear away and play with serotonin because you want to give the ups and the downs to people. It wears them out. And what is good about a dopamine effect with, if it's sustained in information warfare is people become addicted to themselves. So if you can give somebody a dose of fear and then they get a rush of dopamine adrenaline and then dopamine and then you tone that back with say you tone back the fear and then you hit them again and you do it again and you do it again there's a time it will be self it'll be self-perpetuating meaning that people will then seek it out and they'll create their own fears and they'll create because they need to get this hit on dopamine and it's a constant cycle and that's What's that, what that does is it also prevents you from thinking long-term and like looking at consequences way out, and it slowly fades away your memory of the past because you're so hyper-focused in the immediate forward and the immediate past that you start to disconnect from the realities of the full continuity of your life. True statement. I'm not making any of this up. So when we look at the Bible and God is telling us, fear not. Isaiah 41, 13, for I, the Lord, your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, fear not. I am the one who helps you. Or 2 Timothy 1, 7, for God gave us the spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Or Deuteronomy 31.6, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Or Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
Psalm 34, 4, I sought the Lord and I, and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Why say this so many times? In some versions of the Bible, fear not in its various forms is stated over 350 times. Fear is the center point of the enemy's control over us, and it's the key to us surviving this time and always being in in the intimate relationship with Christ. We have to step away from our fear. Fear breeds the many other dimensions of that. When we have fear, fear is the seed of anger. Fear is the seed of anxiety. Fear is the seed of hatred. Fear is the seed of demons. We have to start really embracing how important this is. And we say it many times. People will say it like, oh, the Bible, God says fear not many times. Yeah, he does. It's not just said. And when we start to look at humankind and our existence and these gaps that are happening in our memory, let's go back to 1918, Spanish flu, supposedly, which wasn't the Spanish flu at all. If you've done any research on that, you would know that, and please challenge this research, but I'm telling you it's there. Research for yourself. But the Spanish flu had nothing to do with the Spanish flu. It had to do with the introduction of two things, the telegraph and the radio signals. Sounds familiar like today, right? Because as they introduced those, there was a within about six months of introducing those, there was a consequence. People started to get sick. They started to get congested in their chest, and they were had headaches and dizziness. What was happening? They were being exposed to these frequencies. It's kind of like a radiation of the body. And the body was reacting to it, and it was expelling this cellular damage through its mucus buildup in the chest and the head and people were getting headaches because it was hitting them. So a combination of idiot science and good puppeteering by the elites leads them to develop a theory of viruses, which they can never prove, and communicability of a pathogen that didn't exist and vaccines, which were not needed. All of which resulted in the death of many, but none of them died because of Spanish flu. That was made up in retrospect. They all died because of poor treatment. In fact, one of the treatments they were using in the hospitals, which had been recently authorized through its own lobbying efforts by the Rockefellers, was the use of high doses of aspirin. Redemisvir today, Redemisvir today is very much similar to the aspirin treatment because the aspirin treatment was causing hemorrhaging and bleeding in the chest. Just like today, they're killing them in the hospitals. They killed them in the hospitals then with the wrong drug. But somebody made a whole lot of money on that drug. And this whole cycle that we're in, that they were in, they created a fear. And the fear was acute, and people believed it. And with this trauma that they created across the globe in 1918, the Spanish flu of, 20, of 1918, people that died didn't have the flu. People that died, most of them that died, in fact, were injected, by the way. 
There was nothing. There was no pathogen. In fact, it was so disgusting the things they were doing. They were literally taking mucus and putting it in people's eyes from the from the quote infected, putting it in people's eyes, putting it in their mouth, in their nose, putting like masks on them and smearing this mucus all inside the mask, exposing them in every possible way, and. Nobody got sick. Nobody got sick from a transmission of this quote-unquote Spanish flu. So anybody that quotes the Spanish flu of 1918 to try to suggest that COVID could be as bad or worse in 1918 is lying. What they're telling you is, if you really want to know what they're telling you, is the introduction of radio waves and the telegraph, with all its copper wire, was creating a frequency that was damaging people so severely that the poor treatment in the hospitals that we had and the forced use of aspirin, like today we use Redemsvir in the hospital, caused millions of deaths. That's what they're telling you. I don't, I could, I don't know of anybody recently, do you? Snark. That has said something about the Spanish flu, double snark. That the COVID treatment could actually be saved millions of lives so we wouldn't be getting sick from the <laughs> from the COVID like the Spanish flu. It would have it's the greatest invention in humanity. Thank you, Donald. Appreciate that so much. Unbelievable. Oh wait a minute! Oh wait, I'm 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 uh, I'm I forgot. He's the chosen one. Okay, I know. I don't want to offend any Q guys out there. He's speaking code. He sure is. He's speaking about how to wipe out all the elderly and and maim all the children is what he's speaking. That's a great code right there. But anyway. Fear. And so what happens with fear is when people get so hyped up on fear, they start to separate from who they are. When you start to do some research on this, and I would encourage you to because I've been really digging into this lately and it's, it's fascinating to me. And you go into some of these sites, there's people that are looking at what they call the mud flood. There's um, people are looking at just lost histories. And, and it's pretty recent type stuff. I mean, a lot of these people are focusing on the documented history of and using photographs as evidence, which is really good. And there's this disconnect in time. Literally, like, here's an example. One I came across the other day. This is a car, an auto a garage, like an old style auto garage, which looks like a massive horse stall, but big, I mean, taller, bigger. And all these cars are lined up nose to nose. And all of them have a power cord coming off them, plugging into the floor. Why? Because they're all electric. Now, what happened to our memory of electric cars? Now, suddenly we're in this new era where, whoa, electric's a new thing. And Tesla's doing all this great stuff, which is garbage. By the way, the greatest video I've seen so far this last year, it's, it's got to be the video, one of the best videos of 2021. Some guy up in Scand uh, Finland got word that in order to fix his Tesla car, he was going to have to replace the battery pack for 20000 equivalent 
$1,500, whatever the finished money is. So instead, he got his buddies together and they took it over to a de- demo site and they blew the thing up with dynamite. <laughs> it's epic, man. It's epic. Goodbye, Elon Musk. Boom. But here's the, the point of all this is God has told us about fear. And fear is one of the most corrosive elements within our body. And I'm, I'm absolutely convinced the more that I study this and the more that I look at what they've been doing to us and the psychosis that's over the world, that their understanding of how to trigger fear in human beings is profound. And I mean, when I say profound, I mean it is a level that we can't even grasp how sophisticated they are at trying to stimulate fear. And in stimulating fear, what they are doing is severing us, not only from our relation, our continuity and memory, but they're severing us from God. And once you do that, you are completely vulnerable, walking free in the world. And that's just it. That's exactly where they want you. That's when the vultures pray. That's when they come right after you. So the only way through this is to have no fear. It sounds simple, but fear gets looped into many things. And it's not as easy as we know, as easy as we say. Fear ties in with our concerns with money. Fear ties in with our concerns of family. Fear ties in with our concerns of what's going to be coming when we can't see it. And the whole point of standing tight with Christ, truly in the intimate place with Christ, is none of that matters. And when you start to overlay the things like, and other parts of that, and I'm using fear in a much more, as in this moment, as an implied sense, fear also ties in with these emotions of things like anger and bitterness. And when we have those emotions that are gripping hold of us, we become blinded. We literally can't see and we can't connect with God the way we need to. They're the corrosive elements of our heart because they're deep corrosive emotions. Notice, note this, if you are a person of high anxiety or fear or you're a person that grinds constantly with anger, what's important is if you continue to do that, you'll almost invariably end up with some sort of heart complication. Clogging of the arteries, so much stress on the heart that the heart muscle starts to not work right. And I find that fascinating because our God talks about speaking to our heart and our heart is truly, it is by our biological system, it is an electromagnetic engine that sits within us. And it's also why I've pointed out, which I don't think is at all accidental, that the World Economic Forum always shows a 3D heart being printed When they were introducing this whole garbage about the Great Reset, before COVID ever came, their big demonstration of what the medical horizons were going to be always featured a 3D printed heart. Now, why would they do that? Because they knew what this damn vax was going to do. And they know what fear does. And they know what the importance of the heart is, in my opinion, that the heart is the bridge to God. And if you can 
damage the heart, if you can pollute the heart with fear and anxiety and anger, if you can damage the heart with an injection, and if you can force people to take one of their carbon copies, their printed copies of a heart, you might be a normal functioning human being again except one magic little thing. Your heart's not going to be of God anymore. And all of that root goes down to the principles of fear. That's the real important concept here is that once that gets rooted in us, it is so disruptive. And I think we could take that fear also breeds anger. I think the two work hand in hand. And I've, I'm using this as kind of self-observation of stuff I've seen in the time I've worked in information warfare and other places, that when you can get somebody amped on fear or they're concerned when they have fear in them, anger is an easy next step. And the two go hand in hand. If you get somebody high in anger, like you get somebody who's angry and wants to be violent, there's always this seed of fear that steps in for what, what hits them as reprisal. Here's what's really interesting. And I don't, I'm not saying you have or have not. I'm going to share with you an experience of one of the things I just loved when I was working with, with the special operations teams because we were all in the same ilk and all kind of in the same mindset. Fear did not exist. Anger did not exist. And that's a very important principle I just said to you, and I'm not exaggerating. There wasn't fear and there wasn't anger. Not in the daily operations because everything was very focused on mission. Mission. And it was clean. If someone got racked up, racked up in anger, they usually had to be stepped, pulled aside and let, had to cool out because anger drives irrational thinking and anger drives emotional thinking, which means you're, a, you're a, not a safety, you're actually a risk to the team. Okay? You have to understand these emotions are, you have to almost train them out. And that discipline to train them out is available to every single person in the world. It's called the Bible, and it's called prayer. And then that leads to an intimate relationship with Christ and a trust in Christ and a trust through Christ to the Father. And when you do that, you're shedding fear. Now, I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if I had some massive lizard head all of a sudden appear before me with a gleaming sword, I wouldn't have a moment of like sudden like, oh, shit, one of those moments because I probably would. But I'll tell you what, the next words, once I start to reach to Christ, it's going to be focused on one thing, fight or flight. And if I fight, I'm going to cut him to pieces. So. My point is, we all have it in us. It's whether we allow it to dominate us. And that's really important. You can't let fear rule you. You can't let anger rule you. They, they all tie together in these emotions. And, man, I'm telling you, I, the, it is stunning to me as I look back in our own history just how short-term memory we've become as a society and as a human race. And it's disturbing. And you're seeing it with this injection. You literally can tell somebody, 
don't do it. And they're going to be like, I'll never get a vax. And then pretty soon they're like, oh man, I decided to get it. I just, I couldn't deal with it anymore. It's like, what couldn't you deal with? And what they couldn't deal with was this fear that was in them. Well, why did they have the fear? Because they lacked their relationship with God. Our faith is what they hate. Came out the other day in an, in an article, and I, let's see, I think I have it right here. That's what I think I do. And it's, uh, it's in the end of times, the end time headlines. And here, here is the uh, headline. This was January 1st, 2022, so that was literally yesterday. L.A. Archbishop warns of deliberate effort to erase the Christian roots from society and suppress any remaining Christian influences. Why would that be so important? Why are they trying so hard across the globe to erase Christians and yet they're allowing Hindus, Buddhists, Muslims to continue? Why? Because... What they're trying to do is to remove the one group of people that understand that if they tie to Christ, the Savior, and through Christ to the Father, there is nothing these evil henchmen can do to put fear within us. They need fear to rule us. And if they don't have fear, they have nothing. They have threat. Everything is about fear. It's just like, you know, having some dude with a gun come knocking at your door going, all right, you're going to have to get in my vehicle. And I'd be like, no. Well, I'm going to shoot you. Okay. I hope you can draw faster than me. See, you have to, when you stand with no fear, there's the, people don't know what to do. Yeah, I've talked about the little things and it's important. It's like when you come into a store and they like, or a, like I did with the bank the other day, you know, like, uh, sorry, uh, w- would you please put on a mask? No. And that's all I said. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get into a discussion with them. No. And they don't know what to do. Uh, well, uh, mm, mm, okay, well, I'll, I'll hurry and get you out of here. And I'm, I'm thinking, good, because I don't want to waste my time at the bank. Thank you for hurrying up finally. And then it's, uh, well, uh, maybe, maybe when you come in next time, you could call me and I could do what I needed to do over the phone. Or maybe you could go through drive through. I said, I'll take drive through. Thanks. No fear, no anxiety, no nonsense. Hold solid with, with Christ and walk cleanly in the world. Christ didn't quake with fear. I think he probably had one moment and I'm not even, gonna, I'm going to say this very loosely, but when he came to that moment of that realization in the garden, he had a moment, but it didn't last. Like he's human at that point. But he turns to Father, and man, it's just like boom, right? We have the biggest stick on the block, so to speak. And in this 2022, I can't stress enough of the importance for us to walk boldly without fear and to simply hold a clean line. We're not out to pick a fight. We're just out to make it clear that don't cross into my lane to try to pick a fight. Big difference. We're walking cleanly with God. We're walking in Christ in our heart. We've got the illumination of light flowing through us in God's way. I had to say that because I could already hear somebody going, oh, that's an Illuminati statement. No, it's not. 
got light flowing through me like God wants it, let, wants it to be. Yeah, it's so funny. I, I, I have to say these things because you know, you know they're out there. They're like, they're just looking, looking for something. I remember when we first started Bards of War and I had the introduction and I don't know what, I can't even think of what's in there. Someone said, you're an Illuminati. I said, why? Because of something you said in the beginning. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, it cracks me up. Anyway. Take some time as well to have laughter. I'm serious. Don't let the world crush upon you. God doesn't want that. God wants us to stand boldly. And I'm going to tell you, if you're pushing into God, I think people have experienced this know God has a good sense of humor. Makes me laugh. Makes me laugh a lot, in fact. (laughs) But it's like sometimes it's kind of dark, but it's good. Build our relationship with God in an intimate way. Build the relationship with Christ in an intimate way. And with that, release yourself from all the fear and all the anxiety and all the anger. Because, you know, here's the great thing about this. We're in this little tiny world over here, and we're, we're clutching on this stupid stuff in our lives. And I do mean that. Because everybody can do it, and everybody at one point or another does do it. And it seems so important at the time. It really does. And sometimes it seems like it's all you have. Let me tell you, coming out of jail in 2017 after 20 days of being held without charge until they finally told me what I was in there for, and I knew who was behind it, and I had some seriously grinding anger. Don't think I didn't, okay? And when I finally got to the place of forgiveness, true forgiveness, of letting that one go, and forgiving the person and accepting my part of all things, because there's always two parts of things. We're not innocent. Let's be clear, ever. I'm going to tell you now, I mean, it, it's almost the, what be, was the worst moment becomes the, one of the greatest moments of my life, the glory of what God was giving me. Because truly, when we let go of our anger and we let go of our fears, we start to discover something. God's giving us something, and sometimes we can't even see it because we're so blinded by our own stuff. But once we step into that beautiful, beautiful relationship with Christ, that relationship so intimate with Christ, what do we discover? That the glory of being with him is so profound. It's so overwhelmingly joyous and powerful and centered It's so full of grace and strength at the same time that everything that we were literally is trite. And that's part of the sense of being reborn through him. None of this other stuff even matters. It becomes, you kind of look over, you're like, "Mm, okay, whatever. And there's another great part that walks with this, and I'm finding this every single day more and more. It's like the more that I push into with Christ, the more amazing it is because all the other distractions go away, and God has me keep pushing deeper and deeper and deeper into my gifts and talents. And I have many of them. I'm not just, I love podcasting, but I have many others, and God's pushing me into many of these. And there's less and less time to spend doing nonsensical driftings into the universe. Not that ponderings aren't part of who we are, 
but we each have gifts and talents that need to be energized to a deep level. And more than ever, Patriots, what's on my heart these days, and I feel it every single day, and and I really mean this, is God needs us to dig into these gifts and talents fearlessly. Imagine an army of artists and storytellers and craftsmen It's not like anything the enemy can control because every single time the enemy goes after one, 10 more rise up and build and create something amazing. That's the war we're in. It's the most dynamic, adaptable, and resilient force ever known to man. And it centers on a simple trick. Us embracing an intimate relationship with Christ through Christ to the Father and through that letting our gifts and talents literally explode. And that's it. We win this thing pretty quickly too, by the way. I Sometimes I wish I could just get like, <laughs> this is just me. I'm just saying like, I wish I could just get like a million people just like locked into one principle. About... 100 million be better. And like literally like just walk away from the damn economy. Step away. Don't touch it. Start everything anew. Ignore them. Defy them. I'm telling you that this whole thing would collapse in, in two weeks. We'd be rebuilding in 45 days. So fear not. Truthfully, fear not. And take those words seriously when he says, fear not. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the word gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. John fourteen twenty seven. We're walking a profound walk of peace. It's centered on the powers of agape love and fearlessness which is, should say, the lack of fear. Because fearless, it's not just being fearless. It is literally walking with the absence of fear. Nothing that comes at you, no weapon forged against you can succeed. We have been given the right to stomp on scorpions and snakes. We have been given the dominion over all evil. All we have to do is embrace the gifts. And as we do, we shall do greater works than he. All of that hinges on our ability to walk in the absence of fear, to fear not, but in the absence of fear. There is none when we walk with Christ. And in doing so, evil bows and evil shakes, and we reclaim dominion over all. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for all the gifts that are given, the wisdom that is bestowed upon us. And Lord, in this time, as we awaken truly into this year of the disciple, the year of our Lord, 2022, Lord, we just ask that this 
walk in the absence of fear takes hold of us in a deep way that as we let all that go, as we separate from anxiety and we separate from anger and we separate from fear, that we step into the glory, full glory of what you're offering us, Lord. Lord, we know that you can open doors that no one else can open. And right now, Lord, we truly feel you've opened a door for us to step through, a door of true glory in walking close and within you. And we accept. We say yes. Send us. Send me. And we do so, Lord, stepping in with the boldness and the courage and the excitement and the humbleness and the grace. All those great things to be alive and to be a well within your grasp, to live fully as a son or a daughter of you, Father. To honor you fully, Lord, for all that you have given, all the sacrifices that have made for us. And for us to let that lamp ignite within us, let the salt shake and be us as we step in this world to truly be that grit that's needed, that uniqueness that each one of us has, that bright brightness of walking with Christ that no one can miss. Let us truly be the lamps on the hill. Let others seek us, and in so doing, let us simply point their way to you, Father. What we know is that if without fear, Lord, what you give is beyond any words that we could give. And we want that for the many. And so we begin with ourselves. To stand boldly before you, to humble ourselves before you, to ask forgiveness for the transgressions that we have made, but now to stand tall and to continue to grow in your light and in your glory. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, we've got this in 2022. I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready to step on some snakes and crush some scorpions. I don't like scorpions either, just so I say it. I had a I had a um <laughs> a brown recluse one day. This is goes back of quite a number of years and I was camping out and I lifted up my pillow and there was a brown recluse underneath my pillow. That did not make me very happy by the way. I crushed it like big time but that's what we now face is a bunch of scorpions and snakes and they've got to be crushed and we have dominion over them and let us not forget that to get there though it has to be fearless, and it has to be the absence of fear, not just fearless. You can be fearless in a moment, and that's being courageous. But if we're going to walk in the absence of fear, we're replacing the with fear with something greater, which is what? Agape love. And when we walk there, 
I swear there's earthquakes that will start when every time we put our foot on this earth. And evil will be screeching loud and running long. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers are our center point, our anchor point, and what's what we connect deeply with Christ and we connect through Christ to the Father. And any sort of anxiety and anger and all of this stuff gets shed away and we step into this glorious place without fear. God is with us. And you know God is smiling when he hears us trying to reach to him fearlessly. He's a father. He loves us. And in doing this work that we're doing, sometimes it seems heavy, but just know that father's happy. (laughs) How could he not be? He's looking at his children standing tall. And he knows it's not easy. But what more what greater thing could a father want than to see his children stand up, stand up to claim their birthright, which is what we are doing? And he knows he's got he knows he's gonna win this thing. Yet we're here. And we're here because he needs us here. He wants us here. He trusts in us. Don't ever forget that. I'll see you tomorrow night for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. All this time we had to prove That we could stand here too All the nights been pushing through Fight for all we had to lose Reaching out for something To pull us up to level ground Oh, I can see it now I can see it now We're on the edge of our moment But not over that Now we're diving in The light up ahead We're running to it We're on the edge Now we're diving in 
Safe place to hide from the rain. 